Hi guys, how are you? We hope that you have been keeping well. Welcome back to the Mental Wealth Podcast with me, Lillian Simiu. And of course, your main man, DMW, you can call me Derek Masabawere. Main man 10. <laughs> yeah, the main man. Okay. So, so karibu sana main man. Welcome on board everyone that is listening. We are happy that you are joining us today wherever you are. And we are hoping that today's episode will be of impact to you. Derek, what are we talking about today? Uh, today we are talking about something interesting. We are talking about empathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, people confuse empathy with sympathy mm-hmm. and they don't know how, why should you be empathetic. You know, we want to discuss it uh, so that we can know why why we need to be or rather is it of importance to our life and mm-hmm. how do we apply it in our day-to-day uh, life. So our topic for today is empathy and we hope you're going to learn something out of it and yeah subscribe to this and other shows on acute.co.ke maybe Lilian you can start us off by telling us what what empathy is what is it about well empathy is understanding somebody's feelings People say put, putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. Like bringing yourself to understand what somebody else is going through. You don't have to have gone through it, but try and just understand. You know, con- just consider what this person is going through. So that's empathy, considering what somebody else is feeling or thinking. Maybe it's just not feeling, also thinking. Mm-hmm. Yes. So where do, we, where do we draw the line between empathy and sympathy? Sympathy is pity. Mm-hmm. You know, say Nikki, for example, if something happened to me, let's say I'm going through a breakup. Yeah. And somebody sympathy, if you feel sympathy for me, unanirumia. It's just pity. And somebody who is feeling pity for you can't support you in any way and they don't get into your shoes they don't get to understand what you're going through they don't see things from your point of view they exactly. see it from their point of view yes mm-hmm. so sympathy is almost uh i would call it a reaction a mm-hmm. normal reaction una kitu imefanyikia mtu so unamsikilia vibaya yeah but empathy on the other hand is you trying to understand what I'm going through. And you cannot understand. You see, the thing with empathy, I can't understand, you can't understand what I'm going through unless I help you. Yeah. And that's why we have, we'll have in, in the process of empathy, we'll have things like, you know, listening. If yeah. I allow you to, listening to what I'm feeling, what what the story is. And then, from then, then you can know how to objectively support me. So, me, I'd say, I'd say empathy is more objective. Is, is a more objective process to try and support somebody emotionally as compared to sympathy. Sympathy is just pity. And somebody who is who is feeling pity for you, you know, can help you call a pity party if that's what you want. You can cry over it. And crying is a good thing, but somebody who is feeling pity for you won't help you as much. And some of, sometimes they make, they make you feel worse. They can escalate their situation with their... With, 
with the sympathy that they are feeling, with the pity that they are feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think this one we're going to discuss more as we go through uh, the whole uh, topic on empathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, one will ask mm-hmm. why, maybe why should we be empathetic to begin with? Uh, we, I don't know, but we keep on saying we live in a busy world. Everybody's chasing money, people are chasing love, people are chasing peace mm-hmm. and all that. And the sad reality is we are in a generation where people are calling everybody haters and they they feel like I should, you know, have my own peace and, you know, all that. In as much as, of course, mental health is about, first of all, finding ourselves, our true identity before now we, we can extend our hands to other people, then somebody will ask, why should I be empathetic to you, first of all? Why? Uh, and at at what point do we decide you want to be empathetic? Or rather, is it something that we need to apply in all scenarios or cases that we find ourselves in? Why do we need to be empathetic? I'd say we need to be empathetic because we all need empathy at some point. And empathy, I believe, is something that will make the world better because all of us go through situations and we need somebody to understand understand this is what I'm going through. And as much as sometimes they can't support you, but they don't make things worse. Because you see, when you don't understand what somebody is going through, you can make things worse. So empathy, I'd say we need to be empathetic because each one of us needs it. Yeah. And I believe it's something that will make the world better in terms of just being there for each other because babu if i am empathetic with you today <coughs> yeah if you came to me with an issue and maybe just we are not even not necessarily i don't have to be going through stuff it can be even in a discussion you know just taking your time to actually understand somebody's point of view is cognitive empathy you see so it doesn't have to be at i'm going through something i believe empathy is something that helps us to get out of ourselves because you see most of the time we make lives about we make life about ourselves me me self and I, and i everything is about you and you never take time to actually understand why is person so and so why does he think like this what does he mean akisema if what does this person mean you know i feel like it will make things better even sometimes when you're having these debates or conversations or arguments you it it will make it better and more objective because we are giving each we're giving each other time i'm giving you your time to say what your argument is or what what your side of the story is and i'm also you're also giving me the same so we don't go around in circles of argument or talking at each other we, or in a shouting match yeah 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 we maybe i can say that is more of a constructive kind of an argument where yeah. first of all i listen in i mm-hmm. feel what you are trying to bring you understand, to the table yeah. then i pick my conversation from where you have left mm. by getting into your shoes mm-hmm. other than after you're done with your presentation i jump in with the, you know my presentation i don't consider or put in consider consideration what you've you know, said the things you have said and you know i don't want to fit in your shoes uh maybe if we can bring this conversation closer home i want to us to bring in the aspect of a working space uh, assume we are all working together i am your boss 
let, let me say some uh, I am I am boss to somebody else. Let me use that. <laughs> let, let me let me not say I'm your boss. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Nicheka. But no. <laughs> I'm just imagining you as my boss. That's why I'm laughing. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, but you'd be a nice boss. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I hope that is not uh, a way of trying to to fool me. No, I'm not. Anyway, in a working space or a working kind of a setup, uh, you are expected to do your work, but apparently you didn't do your work and you didn't communicate why you didn't do your work. Who do we now bring in the aspect of the boss being empathetic to the employee or where do we draw the line? Because at times you have deadlines to meet, you have clients who are waiting for you know deadlines to be ma- to be met and other things to be done within a particular timeline. So where where do we come in and bring in the aspect of empathy at a time when things are not d- are being done the right way and you feel like you know things have to be done the right way? Do you assume you should be empathetic and start understanding the person and then you know bringing the emotional bit of it or wh- where do we draw the line? Mm. Being empathetic, Derek, doesn't mean that you turn a blind eye when things are not going right. It just means that you become more human in terms of just understanding what what the situation is. And if you're my boss, for example, and I am not doing things right, it is okay for you to come and ask me. You see, ask, conversation. Ask me. Why is ABCD not going right? But also, as I talk about this, we have to understand that this is a two-way thing. So if me, I'm not doing things okay, I'm not maybe I'm not meeting deadlines, I'm not delivering, I'm not meeting my targets, it's up to me. It's two-way. I can't expect my boss to understand me and me, I'm not understanding my boss. Because work has to be done. That's why you're there. That's why you're being paid. So if you're, for example, in no space, you're not able to meet your deadlines or what you're meant to do, then you have to communicate and tell your boss, for example, tell Derek, this is what is happening and I'm not able to to deliver ABCD. Then when I come to you with that, if you're an empathetic boss, then you understand. And now we figure out how we lie up to up to up to how long will I not be able to meet my deadlines. Is it okay with my boss, Ama? I I step out kidogo I you know so it's it's a two way thing it's not that it's something that we should use to manipulate people with it's definitely a two way thing so empathy doesn't mean that you turn a blind eye to things when they are going wrong it just means you understand and you don't react in a way that will make somebody else feel feel hurt or bad or things like I, that I I have an issue where <clears throat> we say uh, you react in a way that the other people the other person doesn't feel hurt mm-hmm. and uh we have discussed even before we are not responsible for other person's reaction mm-hmm. at times mm-hmm. uh i might smile at you but you don't feel like it's a, it's a genuine smile it's something beyond me to control how you react so how how on earth should i you know react somebody wants to know how how on earth do i react in such a way that you don't feel offended first of all and then there's the other aspect i think i have experienced it on uh, on a number of occasions uh we are supposed for example to meet it's a it's a business we're supposed to do business we're supposed to meet 
uh, it's my docket was supposed to meet and ensure one, two, three things are done. But you failed to communicate as, as you know, part of this team. You didn't communicate to me, number one. You came in late. And then number two, there is something you're supposed to do you didn't do. Uh, and you have mentioned something to do with it's a two-way traffic. You initiate, I initiate. You feel the need for something to be done. I feel the need why you didn't do something. And apparently, this colleague of mine does not entirely communicate about why they're late, why they didn't do their task as expected of them, and all this stuff. So, should I not react? You know, I want to understand. Does empathy denies one the aspect or rather the, the need to react in a way that you are angry because things are not done the right way or the first thing I meet Lillian today, you have annoyed me, I need to smile at you, I need to first of all say, hi Lillian, uh, why did you do this? You know, what is the setup like, you know, for somebody who is working and wants to know how he or she can handle either his juniors at work or, you know, colleagues at work? First of all, Derek, I'm not asking people to pretend. If you're angry, you're angry. It's how you express it. Because you remember here, we are out here talking about mental health. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm angry at you and my reaction is to insult you, for example, you see, that's a bit quote-unquote insensitive. Yeah. You see, because there are bosses like that. They will throw words at you, tell you how you're incompetent, tell you... They'll tell you all the things they've ever want to, they've ever want to, to tell you. But you see, at the end of the day, issue, the issue right now is, for example, I'm not meeting my deadlines. So I'm not saying that you don't react, but I'm just saying be more objective and in this reaction. Just don't... I wouldn't say try to filter it, but focus on the issue. Because most of the time we get reactions... Focus reaction. on the person. Yes, focus on the issue. Because most of the time we get reactions from people that you're, 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 looking, you're looking at the magnitude of the reaction versus the issue, you see they don't match. So if, for example, I'm not meeting my deadline, I don't want you to smile with me and be happy. I just want you to come to me and tell me, Lillian, for example, this and this is not happening. If, for example, Lillian in her own has not come to tell you why she's not meeting her targets, I realize that you're not making meeting your targets and you understand because at the end of the day everything has a consequence if you're not making meeting your targets depending on who you're working for you can get warning letters you can get fired yeah as of so you focus on the issue you tell for example Lillian I understand I see I, I notice that you're not meeting your targets and you understand that this has a this uh, this has this kind of effect to our for example our job or our clients and you understand that this kind of thing can lead to this ABCD kind of consequence to you. I don't know what you might have been going through or what has happened, but you understand that this is what is required of you. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So don't. I'm not saying you pretend, but I'm just saying that handle the issue in a more objective manner, in a, in a way that doesn't maybe escalate what somebody else might be going through because we don't know. We don't know why Lillian is not meeting her targets. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So uh, we don't know why Lilia is not meeting her targets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know people are still trying to to understand. Uh, though I know you have mentioned it. Uh, how is uh, 
empathy important to me as a person? The person who is doing the self-disclosure to Lillian. How is it liberating? How how does it work for me? And why should I as a person be able to think of attaching myself with people who are more empathetic than those who are sympathetic? Mm. Empathy is is helpful to the one Are you asking to the one who's receiving it or the one giving it? The one giving. The one so for example it's me who has an issue and yeah. you're trying to be understand what yeah. my issue is. Yes. And what I just explained right now with the work situation is just the situation of somebody trying to be sensitive. But you see you cannot be empathetic unless somebody has come forth and told you this is what is going on. You can't understand something that you haven't been told. You understand? Yeah. So empathy empathy is 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 important to the person giving it because I believe it it makes you a better person and it makes you get out of your self and understand other people better and the ripple of that is it helps you have better relationships and attract people who it helps you have better relationships whether it's personally or even at work because it it can give you it can give you you see when you empathy is something that appeals to the emotions and it's really to it's really easy to appeal to people's emotions than logic you understand and yes the other day I saw somebody posting a quote that said saying intelligence will get you the job but empathy will get you promoted mm. i guess you've seen it too yeah yeah so it gives you it helps you make it helps you cultivate better relationships with people you who is giving it and the person receiving it it helps you make feel understood in a situation and it also helps you get helps you handle the situations you're in better because it's more objective it's more like somebody you know basically telling you i'm here for you i feel you i understand you i see your pain i see your struggle it's it's a tool that can really help somebody to get through a situation that is difficult mm-hmm. yeah interesting i think uh it's something should i say i've learned over time mm-hmm. i don't think i don't know whether i was i think i was more empathetic when it comes to friends mm-hmm. but when it came to work i was not or I've, ne- I've not grown up to be an empathetic person when it comes to working kind of a setup i always believe work has to be done whatever excuses you have comes later what brought us here is work and at the end of the day it is something that you know keeps us going and the like but i think uh interaction with people reading from different scripts and books you realize people are even more productive when they are given time or you know space to talk their hearts out and they even give more when you are in a position to feel what they're feeling mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. when we make a workspace for example be somewhere we come work and go home without having an environment where we connect then we are making our workers or rather we are making that working environment be kind of robotic or systemic in such a way that it is work after work you go home you know people have different issues they go through and at times these issues hinder work and if they hinder work the only way for us to improve productivity and make people work efficiently is by you know having this kind of an open setup where the boss is empathetic to the workers be and i don't know some call it an open office 
where you can easily uh, connect with those you're working with. Uh, maybe my question, uh, and I'm, I'm asking because I know people want to know more about being empathetic and they're like, how do you, I know of people who find it difficult, first of all, to, to, to disclose, to do self-disclosure. You know, they find it difficult to even, you know, assume that their bosses can listen. And at times we die not because we were supposed to die, we die because we already imagined the worst to happen, you know. So how do you, first of all, develop an attitude, develop a thinking, develop a reason for you to feel comfortable opening up as we go through the journey of getting people who are empathetic to you and your issues? Mm, first of all, before I even answer that, let me just add on to what you have just said about the workspace and the robotic situation. Mm -hmm. And most of us just as employers or as employee, we just care about the output. But before we get to the output, there's a lot of things that happen. There's a lot of things that bring you to a place where you can deliver 100%. And most of these things, whether we like it or not, are our personal situations. If I have a personal issue, even though I would want to give my work 150%, I cannot unless I solve that issue because at the end of the day, our personal issues will forever surpass our work. So as much as we are going into the workspace and expecting this to be a place where we just deliver and we don't talk about other things, it's, I feel like that's a bit of unrealistic. That's unrealistic mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things that say whether somebody will give, will meet their targets or not. Some of which is the working relationships they have with their colleagues or people they are working with. Yeah. And so we have to understand what these other things that, these undertones that we never talk about, the kind of effect they have on the people we see or the work they do or the results they achieve. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's important for us, even in the workspace, as much as we want to, to get, we are, chasing the, we are chasing paper and all these things, we have to remember that we are human beings. Mm -hmm. And sometimes somebody will not behave the way they, you expect them to behave. And the way, just as I mentioned earlier, I'm not saying that you pretend or not react to it, but react to it in a way that is sensitive. Okay, because at the end of the day, me and you, Derek, we are mental health advocates. Yeah. We are trying to ensure that we take care of ourselves. Yeah. But at the same time, we're also trying to ensure that the next person is aware of mental health challenges. And that's why even in your approach, even though you want to give somebody the test of their own medicine or call them out on their laziness or things like that, just be sensitive about it because you never know what this person is going through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now that I've explained that, I've forgotten what you asked me. So I had asked, uh, how, how do you get to be comfortable about speaking out your issues uh, even before you get to the point where you have empaths mm -hmm. around you to listen to you and, you know, to... Because I, I, as I said earlier, sometimes we die not because... There's no medicine, but we assume the ones that are available will kill us ultimately. So how do you, first of all, even gain the courage to reach out to people and to talk out your issues? 
Well, this is difficult to talk about because I'm the kind of person who doesn't, almost doesn't open up. Mm-hmm. But what I'd say is, I mentioned earlier that you can't expect people to be empathetic with you if they don't know what's going on with you. Yeah. Okay, so they have to have something to work with. They have to know that, for example, you lost your job. For them to understand and put themselves in your shoe and understand that maybe you want to withdraw at the time, maybe you you need help looking for another job, maybe you need referral, you know, things like that. So I'd say, first of all, you'd want to ask yourself, what is it that makes you not want to open up? Because it's not, you just don't become closed up. And I know people who are introverts, we, we, we like to say, I'm just like that. But you can't have walls with everyone. Yeah. You know, there are people You can't that, have walls with everyone. Yes. I think this is a good message to the current generation. Yeah, you can't have walls with everyone. So you have to see, pick and choose, even though you're introverts and you don't like, you, you, you're a private person. You have to have at least one or two people that you can tell what is going on so you have to ask yourself why is it that i don't like to open up do i have trust issues have i been betrayed before has things that i've said been used against me you have to ask yourself those questions i think on the same note i think uh most of us in most occasions have trust issues you know (laughs) when it comes to opening up and completely allowing yourself to open up without the fear of the unknown. But, you know, there's that question of, you know, this person is going to, there's that aspect of emotional blackmail where this person is going to use my words against me one time, you know. They're going to gang up, they're going to do one, they're going to do two, they're going to do three. Uh, And people feel like I am not obliged to share. Uh, For some, especially men will be like, you know, I'll, you know I'll, I'll, I'll find a way to solve my own issues. Mm. But, you know, they say at times some of these issues, they keep recurring. At times you may fail to do work because maybe you lost a loved one. Maybe you underwent or you're undergoing a very painful breakup. But you are saying, I'm going to hold on to myself and I'm going to keep working. But again, even based from my experience, you keep on telling yourself you're going to work but for the period that you're going through this pain, you will not be fully present in this job. You're going to do, you're going to struggle a lot. You're going to fail to meet a lot of deadlines. But I know the fact that one is able to gain the courage to feel free, to feel uh, at ease, to open up. You are one step ahead of one number one. If it's something that needs healing, you are allowing yourself to heal. Number two, you are inviting another person who is going to give you room to heal. Because you imagine you're undergoing pain, and then your boss is firing too much work. He is not, within your aspect, he's not sensitive with the kind of sentiments or words he's using towards you at this point. But again, the guy or the boss or, you know, doesn't understand really what's happening in your life. And you have, really, like, you have confirmed to yourself or you have you know, promise yourself you're not going to do any opening up and, you know, doing ABCD. So I think one of the things that we need to understand even as we listen to this podcast is for any person to be empathetic to you is you have to allow yourself to speak up. You have to allow yourself to be honest enough to share what is, you know, within you so that it can be listened to and 
you know they say there's this one of mine who keeps on telling me Derek uh, what is the worst that can happen you know i know some people use such kind of a statement when they're about to make crazy decisions but um, i want to use this statement when it comes to opening up and i really need attention you know from other people so what is the worst that can happen the worst that can happen is they will for example i'm not assuming people are going to gossip about you but i'm, I'm imagining this an empathetic boss who wants to listen to you and they're willing to you know help you out we should not always be negative about the outcomes of us opening up we should at time you know try it out and see how it happens and if it has happened before that we opened up and things didn't go as planned then doesn't mean it is the last day for us to keep trying yes i think that is amazing what you said because i think you've said almost everything that i wanted to say because one as we've said somebody can't be empathetic with you if you don't open up yeah. or if you don't tell them what's going on don't have to tell them every detail but you at least have to voice that there's something going on with you so somebody can't be empathetic or can't be sensitive to what you're going through if they don't know what you're going through or if at all they don't even know you're going through something number two is yes trust has been breached sometimes we've opened up to the wrong people and that has just left scars in us and we feel like hey manze this opening opening up thing is not is not is not good for me but you see at the end of the day it's injustice to yourself yeah because i said why is empathy important because we all need it yeah it's true we all need it and that time you mentioned something like especially for men you you you'd rather kufaki mwanaume kufaki mwanaume sometimes means what suicide and if you if for example you opened up to one person and it didn't work out or they used it against you it doesn't mean everyone is like that so what you have to do is understand that this wasn't the right person to open up to and move on never open up to them again but that doesn't mean you can't open up to anyone again you understand if yeah. derek used what i told him against me i just have to understand that derek is not the right person to approach yeah when i'm going through things that i want to talk about and i need him to support me and maybe let me try somebody else let me try alex so do and see maybe on the same note do we do we try to say or rather are we saying even as we try to open up because now we are talking from the point of us opening up and then getting an empath uh is this conversation also trying to tell us we should not just open up to anyone yeah that's true mm-hmm. not everyone is worth opening up to cause mm-hmm. if somebody you know empathy empathy is a skill yeah it's a skill that some people have but some most of us have to learn yeah you have to learn to listen without judgment you have to learn to listen and be objective and try support someone in that situation focusing on them because the issue is them it's not you so when i come tell you i lost my job it's not for you to come and tell me even me i lost my job last yes. week it's about me yeah it's about me in that it's a big challenge i think i wanted to pick it up from there unapata you have an issue and people especially people i think we surround ourselves with they are so strategic on how they listen to your issues so you will be opening up your issues about you know i lost my job and you know uh, i don't have anything to do and i have a family i have a girlfriend then they jump in from where you you know they jump in from your girlfriend you know 
they build up another story from there you know they convert the whole story from you to being them so i think maybe you can also highlight it and i think i can also say it is it is also important for us when it comes to our social circles even professional circles we cultivate a team of people who are also ready to listen to us and they are honestly willing to listen to us i have had conversations with my friends some of my friends and they'll tell me most of the people who are who surround me are people who i listen to most of the time i don't have people around my circle who listen to me so whenever I, people even tell me to speak up or to open up i feel strange because it is unlike me and i think this is the right time as you listen to this podcast we have to tell you every time all of us must have an inlet and an outlet even as we take in things from other people we must allow ourselves to be freed or people who are willing to listen into us empathetically you know without judgment without criticism listen to us keenly openly feel in our pain and you know that is the kind of environment you're trying to cultivate so try as much as possible this is a time to do self reflection what are the kind of people that you attract within your working space and even at your social capacity are they people who always or at times once in a while try to listen to you or 80% of your friends enjoy it when you listen to them enjoy it when you are present for them enjoy it when it is you that is on the receiving end when it comes to their issues and you find it difficult to open up to them you find it difficult for them to even understand your issues you know there are people will be like and i've experienced it you start opening up and they'll be like ah that's not a big issue you know they jump into their issues they'll be like you can't imagine what i'm going through i've just started you know airing out my issue you know and they have jumped in with how big their issues are and i know these kind of people who feel whatever they're going through is bigger than what others are going through so you'll share open up about your issue and be like ah you are yet to get to my level you know you haven't get you haven't gotten to this level where you struggle with money you have to pay this kind of bill this kind of bill we understand you're paying all that but all you're trying to say is let us all cultivate a system or rather a circle where it's inlet and outlet people listening into you empathetically and you being in a position to even listen to other people empathetically without judgment by feel but feeling what they're feeling and you know understanding what is happening to their life yeah i was mentioning that empathy is a skill and it's not an easy skill to learn and as much as you are aware of it you have to practice because most of the time you get tempted just to do everything else but empathy so it's a skill that takes time it takes time you have first of all to decide that i want to be a, somebody who's empathetic and then after that you practice this skill slowly slowly with the one situation with another with another with another because listening without judgment is something very hard just somebody coming to you and you're like okay this is what is happening is happening with me and you don't judge them and it's very it's a very difficult thing by the way it's not easy and even me as somebody who who has who is talking about empathy sometimes i've gone to people to talk about my issues and i'm just like why did i because you end up feeling worse 
than you were already because of the kind of because of judgment for example yeah. because of this negative competition that we all have i don't know what it, it's about but it's from the simple simplest of things i think i've already talked to you about this Sim- something as simple as i'd come to you right now and tell you hey derek i'm tired yeah i slept at three then derek would be like hey where were mimi ni lala five yeah <laughs> You know, I don't know. Often, yeah. I don't know why we we are like that. Mm. Instead of just being like, "Hey, I feel you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that you you feel like that. Is there anything that was happening that made you sleep at three? Like, what's going on with you? You yeah. know, because if you wanted to tell me that you slept at five, in all honesty, Yeah. Why did you wait until I brought up an issue of my struggle? Is then now you decide to jump in? So. And also we are not forcing everyone to you don't have to be empathetic. What we are saying is don't make somebody's situation worse. And if you feel like this person is going through something and I am not able to give them empathy, tell them I understand that this is a difficult time for you. However, I am not able to listen to you objectively right now. I can refer you to person X yeah. who will help you. Because the truth is listening to people's issues is not easy. Yes, it, is it also can drain you. Yes. It can drain you, and people once they realize that you are a beautiful outlet, they will forever come to you with their issues. And some of these issues, you know, sometimes the way people like to complain, 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 and do nothing about a situation, you can meet people like that. Today they want to tell you about their boyfriend who has done A B C D, and you tell them maybe this relationship is not working. Can you consider leaving it? and then there you have an awkward situation then the next time you meet them their boyfriend has done abcd see that can be draining for you as a person so this is where we come back with our pet topic which is boundaries yeah. so even as an empath because empath empaths are very are usually very highly sensitive people yeah so this can drain you very much because you feel somebody's pain you see it you feel it you feel it with them and therefore you are absorbing this kind of energy so when they come with their sad energy you absorb it and yeah. it affects you so you have to have boundaries even yeah. in your as your empathy like okay we've talked about this issue for a while i see your pain i understand it but what do you want to do about it yeah what is the situation what are you doing about the situation so that we don't keep talking about this over and over again yeah i agree mm-hmm. i think when it comes to you know empath setting boundaries there's somewhere I read on how empaths are targets to narcissists. Mm-hmm. The fact that somebody can realize you are a good listener and you can always understand and relate with their issue, mm-hmm. you can easily become a target to toxic people mm-hmm. who will always use that to manipulate you. Mm-hmm. Because again, empathy involves emotion, being affective mm-hmm. in somebody's issue. Mm-hmm. So if you're not careful and you don't set boundaries when it comes to being empathetic to people and their issues, mm-hmm. you might easily be a target to, you know, toxic uh, people or for lack of a better word, uh for example the narcissists, you know, they'll always find a way to emotionally blackmail you, to lure, to lure you. It can be your friend, it can be your parent. Uh, we've seen many cases where parents are you know toxic they are you know manipulators in so many other things so even as an empath learn to set boundaries even as a mental health advocate there are times people will call me and I'll tell them I'm not in the right time to listen to your issue it is not that I'm facing any difficulty but it is just period for me to let out things that are also within me i also need an empath to listen to my issues 
So to any person who is an empath, I know that people are through their personalities, they are empaths already. And there are people who struggle or they're trying to learn to be empaths in the kind of relationship they're having with people. To you who feel comfortable listening to people, understanding their pain and issues, learn to set boundaries. At times, you can really be drained and it can pin you down as a person. You end up listening to so many issues from left, right and center, but at the end of the day, you end up pinning yourself, not knowing how to let out and to free yourself from these kind of issues. Yeah. I don't know if you have something else to say. I don't know. Would you call yourself an empath? Like, yeah, I am an empath. Uh, as I said earlier, I used to struggle to be an empath at, at working environments. Mm-hmm. I felt like for me, maybe based on my experience with other working uh, environments, I, I, I used to feel like it is important for us to focus more on the job than other issues. If we had agreed this work was supposed to be done from 11 to 1 and then no communication or nothing, I would easily not, I don't know, I'm trying to get the word, I will easily not be comfortable having a good conversation with you. Mm. I'd really be angry and the kind of conversation we'll have will be a very tough kind of a discussion. You know, I didn't realize how important it is to be empathetic. You know, mm. somebody will come and tell you, Derek, I'm sorry I didn't do one, two, three things because of A, B, C, D, you know, and I'll be like, that has happened, yes, but let us get to job. Do it to the time you're supposed to do it. We will discuss that later. Yeah. But again, it should be the vice versa. If there's an issue, let us arrest the issue or address the issue immediately, then other things come secondary. Yeah. I think human mind's peace is more important than even the kind of work we're doing. Yeah. And we cannot prioritize work over peace of mind. You know. So yeah, it's something we learn every day. And uh, on, when it comes to being... I, I uh too empathetic with my friends. I think I've been on different occasions been too empathetic with my friends. What do you mean by too empathetic? Too empathetic is something we were discussing. Like I've been too available. So like empathy with no boundaries. Empathy with no boundaries. And let me tell you, empathy without boundaries is very self-distracting. And it's something that no one should ever do. It's a very huge burden. So being empathetic me, is a burden. I wouldn't say it's a burden, but it's a tall order. Yeah. So if you're an empath without boundaries, it's, I don't know what you're trying to do. It's suicidal. It is suicidal. I think it got to a point where it was difficult for me to define me because most of the time I used to spend my time being empathetic, like listening to issues of people, you know, feeling them, you know, understanding them. And, you know, it piles up. Everything you listen into it, you know, piles up. Uh, though I know in psychology you're taught on how you can, you handle issues separately. You don't mm. just hold somebody's objective. issues. Yeah, objectively. Objectively. Sometimes you can, you know, pick an issue and then decide to be with it forever, and it is not your issue. So that yeah, is something. It's not your issue. It is not my issue, you know. Yeah. And of course, in any other time, even as we discuss empath, the one thing we need to remind empaths, I think we, we should not forget, you cannot save any person. You will never save any person. You can only empower somebody, or you can give somebody enough information to help themselves out, but you cannot save somebody. It has never happened and will never happen. Yeah. If right now you are sick, I can feel, uh, not even feel, I can get your shoes, but not completely. 
I will not get the pain that you're having. You mm-hmm. know, for example, you're ill, you're undergoing, you know, some you know, painful kind of surgeries and the likes. No matter how empathetic I am to you, I may not save you. Mm. It can be God or the doctors, you know. So let us also understand as an empath, you cannot like rescue, rescue. The only rescue you can have is being present, being honest with them, and feeling and relating to what it is being uh, discussed at that point. But you cannot rescue anybody. Don't overstrain, don't stress yourself trying to do things that are beyond you. Yeah, I think I'm done. I think that is yeah. how we are wrapping up. Yeah, and just before we wrap up, I, I think just talking about empathy, as you go around being empathetic to people, take care of yourself, have boundaries while at it. But also to the other people who need to practice more empathy, just remember that you can get more for a pers- from a person, whether it's in personally in a friendship or in a work situation, if this person feels seen understood and appreciated and one of the ways to do this is being empathetic you can definitely get some a lot more from your employer if they feel like you care about them yeah yeah i agree so let's be more empathetic it makes the world better and it's something that we all need at some point we all need somebody to understand us we all need somebody to just not cut off the judgment and just listen to what my situation is or sometimes it's just something simple we need somebody to just see and understand what our perspective is without making it look like it's a perspective that is less than or making us look like we're not seeing the bigger picture you know things like that so with that said I think we can end this podcast please remember to subscribe Listen to, Listen us, to us. Give us feedback. Give us feedback. And I really want to appreciate uh, those who always, you know, get in touch with us to give us feedback. I can share some few shout outs. Please uh, do. Yes. Uh, Tracy. Tracy is a good listener. She always sends uh, feedback on how the show has been. Tracy, shout out to you. Uh, Maureen Mora, very good listener. I remember last time she requested if we can expound more on uh, people pleasing. Uh, we really care and we really are going to ensure that we bring a guest here so that we can discuss more about people pleasing. Alex Oburu, a great guy who has always been following up this show. Mm-hmm. Thanks, uh, Alex. Alex is a good guy. Really mm-hmm. good guy. I can't really use the word nice guy. We don't like <laughs> nice guys. Uh, Alex <laughs> is not nice. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has never been nice. Okay. Uh-huh. He's a good guy. Uh, there's another guy who... There's a friend of mine called Tappy. Uh-huh. guy from Trukana, an amazing guy. He uh-huh. he always listens to our podcast. I have Samuel Lokwe. These are some of the people who normally ensure they, you know, share their inputs on the same days. Josephine Odiambo, uh-huh. an amazing lady doing a lot of stuff on sexual and reproductive health. Uh, she always ensures, she, like, she'll be the first person to call me and, you know, to give me her feedback about the topic and she'll be like, I think you guys can discuss one, two, three or other things that will be of help to us. So I don't know if Lillian, from your end, you have shout-outs? For me, I think I want to shout-out a very good friend of mine who is by an extent family. Her name is Gladness. She always listens to all our episodes and gives me feedback and tells me what the impact it has had on her personally. I also want to thank Tim. Timothy Ware is also a friend of mine who... Is always telling me, Lillian, where is 
when is the next episode please send me the link those two are the ones that i remember but i appreciate each one of you who has shared the link yes yes kina diana osale atsula <laughs> the people who have just been supportive yeah, yeah who have just been supportive in very massive ways i might not say your name here but i appreciate each one of you who has shared the link who has listened to the podcast who has told us abcd whether our sound is okay yeah. those feedback we appreciate it all yeah. we might not mention all names but we are thankful yeah yeah thank you so much guys we promise to be uh consistent i think we have had an issue uh uh doing our podcasts on a weekly basis but it's something we are working on to ensure that we keep you posted we keep you uh following through our conversation every other week uh, i want to appreciate all of you who always follow you know comment and you know give us any kind of support we can't be here without you guys so thank you so much we hope you're going to be of help this podcast and uh, our subsequent and uh, shows are going to be of help to you and you know your mental health state this has been mental wealth podcast with lilian and were have a good day This production is done by Acute Media.